Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. It's time for Caveman Corner, presented by Midland Engineering Company on Michiana's Sports Leader, 96.1 FM, WSBT. We're talking all things Mishawaka Caveman Athletics. And now, the hosts of Caveman Corner, Sean Styers and Dean Huppert. Glad to be back with you, Monterey Mexican Bar and Grill, as we get set for installment number two of Caveman Corner for the season. How are we doing tonight, Mr. Hubbard? Hey, we're doing great. We've got a few football players here. That's our right. cross-country program's rolling. Our girls' soccer team's having fun. I just got back from a middle school soccer game, so a lot of things happening tonight. Hard charging. All right, so uh, we've got a couple linebackers in with us. Derek Dawson, senior captain, middle linebacker this year. Something like that. Something like that. <laughs> JT Thomas who transferred from Adams yep. this year and got to play your old team Friday night. Pull that mic just a little bit closer to your, to your mouth. Yeah. if you will. There you go. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. Glad to have you with us here tonight. Glad to be here. Well, uh, I guess first of all, uh, just coming off a couple of pretty resounding victories. You, you, you beat uh, Gary Westside 40 to nothing a couple of weeks ago. You beat Adams 43 to 7 this past week. So... Uh, uh, what's been kind of the difference for you with, with the defense? Uh, it's been uh, a, a couple of really good weeks for the defense. Yeah, I think we learned how to play together and all that. I mean, having JT, goofy man over here, I mean, <laughs> brings, a, brings some life to the defense a little bit off and on the field. But other than that, I think we, we play good together. I think we find a little, little thing going on. What do you think, JT? I think um, one of the big things is... You know what? I don't think your mic is working. Derek, why don't you just kind of hand that... You guys take that back and yeah. forth. I think one of the big things is is that we... Um, we, When we came to practice, we took it more serious. We, we started practicing a lot harder than we were at first. And it started to show more of a better outcome. Right. Yeah, when you think about just the two of you working together, I know we expected big things of Derek this year, but I think it takes a little pressure off both of you that if, if they want to key on one of you, take you away, then yep. the other one's going to be roaming loose. Yeah, for sure. It's nice having both of us, and it's nice having him playing on the side of me. He's been playing this position for three years, just like I have, so it's nice that we both can be out there. And Derek, you are uh, one of the four captains on the team as a senior now. So what's that mean to you, to be a captain at Mishawaka High School? It means a lot to me. I mean, I've been uh, wanting this position ever since I was a kid playing in MFL. And it feels really nice to actually be up there, being on the field with all my brothers and uh, being, you know, do the coin toss. You know, that's one thing I've always wanted to do, walking out and just running out on the stadium on Friday nights just feels amazing. 
show, and we started a new tradition this year, and Layman and Layman is one of our sponsors, and they brought the idea to us to have one of the elementary kids, one of the future cavemen, walk out with these guys. And when they talk about junior football or the MFL, it really shows and puts it into perspective when these little kids are looking up to these guys. And it must be neat for you, too, to take pictures with the kids. And then when you go through and you slap hands with the future cavemen to see how important that is for little kids in Mishawaka looking up to the cavemen. Yeah, of course. I mean, I took a picture with a kid with Dino, uh, Donovan Snyder, before the game. And it's just like, that's crazy because I was that size. You know, I wish I could be able to do that. But it's crazy. It seems like the games are going to get bigger and bigger as they go here. You know, we, we knew Adams was going to be a big-time opponent with Ira Harmstead and, and a big arm, but this week comes in New Prairie, and uh, that's a game that has been great the last couple years for yeah, Mishawaka. Total different offense. You know, we go from, you know, defending the air, the air attack to now it's uh, hard-nosed football running the ball. Is that you guys talking, or is that New Prairie talking? Because <laughs> I think it's about the same. Yeah. They're going to say the same thing about you guys. Yeah, right. <laughs> JT, and I'll let you kind of uh, go off that a little bit. I mean, because Adams, the, the last, well, really, three teams like to throw maybe a little bit more than the New Prairie. So as a linebacker, I mean, it, it, do you kind of look forward to a matchup like this with, with New Prairie where you know you're going to be in there and, and probably hitting somebody on every play no matter what? Yeah, I, I definitely look forward to it. It's fun. A lot of the plays are going to be coming to me and him, and it's going to be our responsibility to make most of the big plays on Friday. JT, Coach was talking last week about life moments, and, you know, that's why you play the game for life moments. But he had one as well with uh, having a little baby yep. last week. So, hey, Coach has a baby. You guys win the jug and, and some of those <laughs> pictures. I mean, it's pretty cool that uh, you can celebrate those. Did it set home that, and when he was talking about that that some of these things really do mean big things? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's bittersweet. It's nice going out there on Fridays playing with these guys and – I play every down like it's my last down because you never know what can happen and when when something can go wrong. It's just nice being able to play. So there's a real appreciation yeah, of the it's game. A, it's, it's really nice. What was it like going up against your old team? Because you've did you you know you've been at Adams before yeah. this year. You're yep. a senior now. So yep. what, what was that like? Any, any things that were said out there, you know, that you can say on the air <laughs> on a nice family program? Yeah, it was, there actually wasn't wasn't anything bad bad out there the the kids understand why i left they understand that it was for personal reasons and right. better opportunities and it was no bad vibes out there it was all love nothing nothing bad at all was it was it i guess maybe a little more fun than your average game because it was your old team though? oh yeah definitely i was i was looking forward to it all week you can ask these guys i definitely had a different mindset going into that game and, JT, talk about just success in other sports. I know you've had success in wrestling and, yep. and uh, won an NIC championship last yep. year. Of course, you know Derek's a great baseball player. And just competing all year long and working with other people, uh, how important is that to be in the weight room, to train, and and to maybe just fit in with another group of guys? Yeah, it's, it's really important. And it's uh, I think it's important to do multiple sports because you, you get – you get the experience, you get to meet new people, do different stuff, and when you're doing multiple sports, it, it kind of keys and helps on 
why you're doing other sports. Yeah, it's going to be fun for us this year because we'll cheer for you at the Al yeah. Smith Invitational. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can't wait for that. How about you, Derek? Just playing multiple sports, and uh, you're going to go to Lincoln Trail to play baseball, and, and you had an amazing career. Uh, I shouldn't say career, but a season last year, going all the way to the Final Four in the semi-state. Yeah, I think playing multiple sports helps with also like your muscles, and you know, being able, it helps you with. Um, yeah, the like mental game mental too. Game, just yeah. staying sharp. I mental game, you know, and it, like definitely baseball. You got to be able to strike out, come back, and you know, hit a hit a double for your team. You know, and uh, I know last year I struggled. I mean, I didn't struggle with that, but like, because Coach Hammer really really focused on the mental part of the game, and uh, and playing like that, the last game I struck out. You know, if it was bad, you know, I still got one more year, so I was okay with that, but. Always got to be able to bounce back. Well, you struck out against a, a D1 pitcher, too. Hamilton Southeastern had some big-time yeah. pitchers. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. you know, coaches talk it. about that resiliency all the time, that the, the players can bounce back because they see that optimism. When you're a catcher, of course, on the baseball team, and you're a middle linebacker on the football team. So when you look at those two things, are there similarities between those two positions? Oh, definitely. I'm always wearing gear. Other the few. No matter what, I mean... Uh, being a linebacker, I control the defense. You know, I'm a uh, me and JT. We both, uh, you know, control, call, uh, calm people down. You know, on the defense to get too riled up. Uh, and on the baseball field, I, I see the whole field. I control the baseball team. I control the calls for the pitcher, or or I tell uh, them a shortstop that hey, we're about to back pick. You know, I I won't say captain for both teams, but I'm captain of the defense and my football team, and also the baseball team. So it's it's big roles. You had three really good pitchers, obviously, last year that uh, you got to work with as well. You had Sam Shively, you had Grant Jablonski, and Ryan Watt. Watt, of course, a classmate of yours. But it's, And then you've got Grant Jablonski, who's at Valpo now. Sam is down at Taylor University. So so what's that like to get to work with, with three guys like that on a regular basis? I mean, it's awesome. I mean, uh, the love is real with, the, with all those guys. And with Ryan having a, a bum knee now, it's it's kind of hard for him yeah. right now. And uh, Sam, I, he's going to be doing great things at Taylor. And same with Grant. I mean, those guys are awesome. I think they, they're good at what they do. When you look at the season and just some of the fanfare that's been happening, our crowd has been amazing. I mean, our home crowds, even a couple weeks ago with the rain. How much fun is that for you to come out to Steel Stadium and to look up? And, and even this week, having the big flag and military appreciation, it just seems like everything's rolling in the right direction. It's amazing looking at the, the stands, be able to see all those people that you know around in the community and cheering you on after you do like after you, after you make a big tackle or score a touchdown you know it's, it's amazing and look in the student section see how many people are there and just all those little kids running around acting like they're us you know throwing the football <laughs> around on the track it's just it's amazing because yeah. you were once them i'd just like to ask you both just maybe future plans i want to go to college and then maybe afterwards thinking about any occupations at this point or any majors being, you know, going to Lincoln Trail, I'm hoping to go there and then uh, play a few years of baseball and then hopefully go somewhere bigger, you know, or get, you know, drafted. But that's if that's what it takes, you know. But uh, that that's my outlook right now. That's that's my look. Yeah. How about you, JT? Um, I'm not sure yet if I want to play football or if I want to wrestle, but I know I definitely want to go to college. I'm not sure what I want to study. I need to start. Just start thinking about that. It's, it's getting <laughs> close to that time. Will your body change a little bit from football going into wrestling and, and the weight uh, up or down? Yeah. Um, right now I'm around like 205. 
and that's what I was last football season. And then I go into wrestling season, and I, I get a little bigger. I'm not sure how how it happens, but I get to about 217. I can tell you how it happens for us. Well, yeah, I mean, that's not Come hard for guys Mexican like us. Mexican Grill and have the big burrito. <laughs> that's exactly right. At JT is a linebacker and a football player. How does wrestling help you in that sport? It helps a lot because you're always attacking in both wrestling. you got to be a good wrestler. you got to be on attack. And playing middle linebacker, you got to be on attack mode also. Right. Well, just thinking about what's ahead. I, I know we have New Prairie coming up this week, and then you're going to go on the road for a few weeks. Yep. Uh, it's been nice to be home for a little while, but do you dare look ahead at any of those games that are out there, or is it just lock in on the Cougars right now? We're taking it one week at a time, focusing on the team that we play on Friday. Um, <laughs> we, we got to, we got to. Yeah, and just and, uh, it, it makes it a lot better when you get that victory to watch Notre Dame on Saturday in the NFL. Are yeah. you guys looking for things at all times? Yep, yeah, we definitely are. And um, we're we're in the conference right now, and one one week at a time, we're trying to keep winning these conference games. Hopefully, we can be the conference champs again. I wasn't a part of that last year, but I definitely plan to be a part of it this year. Yeah, you got to put yourself in position. you got to yep. get those victories. You've got this Wooshock Wichita State shirt on. Where'd that come from? Uh, my mom actually got it for me last year. Last summer, she got it for me. She just came home with it. She knows that I love college sports. She just got it for me. I'm, I'm a college supporter. That's an original around here. Yep. Wichita State. Yeah. All right. Derek, you Kind of going back to the baseball a little bit. You went to semi-state, in, obviously, in, in both football and baseball last year. So are there maybe a couple couple memories, couple moments from each of those runs that kind of stand out to you? I mean, uh, baseball guys, they're, they're always, they're crazy. I mean, <laughs> they, I mean, you know, on the field, it may not seem like nothing because we're all focused in. But, like, those guys on the bus, man, the bus rides are what's the most memorable about those. Uh, I would say football. I mean, having all those guys on a uh, on a Friday night in one locker room after a win, a big win, I say it gets a little crazy sometimes. You don't you don't expect what to happen. Sean, a good story. I, I believe it was after the regional, but we had fireworks planned for the team when they arrived back, and the team got back, and all of a sudden guys got in their car, and I'm trying to call the guys, and I couldn't get through. Wait, I couldn't get through. And guys are pulling out. Well, Derek was still there, and, and they said, "Oh, okay, we'll shoot the fireworks." And we had like two people in the parking lot, and Derek was just sitting there with fireworks shooting off, and he had his own show. I don't know if you remember, remember that or not, that. but that was pretty cool. That. that was good. Your I don't think I ever told you. Show, huh? I don't think yeah. I told you the story behind the story, but it was like those guys were like why didn't you tell us i said i was calling and had so we did we did try to have a surprise for i remember you. that, I remember that. <laughs> that's good stuff all right well guys thanks for coming in we appreciate it best of luck to you it's it's uh fun seeing you guys out there hitting guys every friday night so uh plenty more to come still this year of course thank you all right Derek dawson jt thomas yep thank you all right from the Mishawaka football team. We've got a couple cross-country guys coming in next. Chris Kovaleski, the uh, head coach, and Casey Quintana as well. They will join us here as we continue at Monterey Mexican Bar and Grill on 96.1 WSBT, the sports leader. Back live at Monterey Mexican Bar and Grill with Mishawaka Athletic Director Dean Hubbard. Sean Steyer's caveman corner continues on 96.1 WSBT, the sports leader. Don't forget, we've got Monday Night Football coming up after this. We will go into the Cleveland Browns and the New York Jets once Caveman Quarter concludes here 
at Monterey Mexican Bar and Grill. And we've got cross-country coach Chris Kovaleski and cross-country runner Casey Quintana coming up here in uh, just a few minutes. Dean, as always, though, when we're talking this time of year, we've got a lot of different things going on in the wide, wide world of high school athletics. So what have you got for us tonight? Well, we had a had a Mishawaka basketball golf outing yesterday, and what was cool Saw about some that... some pictures of that, yeah. Yeah, what was cool about it, uh, Joe Bradburn, the Bluffton coach, came back, Chris Benedict came back, and Mishawaka's superintendent, Wayne Barker, was there, and they were all in my group. Well, they played on Coach Heklinski's first ever team. Really? Wapahani. That's pretty so cool. our superintendent now played for Coach Heklinski, so <laughs> it, it kind of re- rolls reversal Does he there. still call him Coach? He does call him <laughs> Coach. He, he does, and, and it's kind of cool to see their relationship and how much respect, but also how many players and became coaches out of Coach Eklinski. Really? There was five to seven on that first team that Man. they had, that their desire and, and just capitalizing off of that. So that was fun to see. There was a little bit of rain delay at Everhart in the morning, but then once we got rolling, it was uh, a lot of fun playing golf out there. But this is a huge week for the football team. Of course, big game with New Prairie, but we've got homecoming. And on Wednesday night, for the first time ever on our big video board, we're going to play a movie. So Ooh. they're going to have the line side. So okay. High school kids can come out and sit there and steal stadium. So two nights from tonight. Yeah, they're going to be watching cool. the movie Blindside up on the on the big video screen. And I, I know you've seen the action that happens there, and our Mishawaka Network does a, a fantastic job of broadcasting the game. Absolutely. That program has just grown immensely. We started the first year two years ago with the pen game, and there was a monster message board out there. And we were showing the game a little bit with two kids and Matt Rendell and myself. And all of a sudden, last year it grew into seven kids, and this year there are 30 three kids in the broadcast program. Are there really? For the Mishawaka Network. So no kids are learning. We're using it as a tool and of course we're, we're selling advertising on it to help out our, our programs in fine arts and academics and also athletics. Good for everybody. Yeah. So tonight the, the golf team, the girls golf team, we don't have a senior on the golf team, which is a good thing because we yeah. have kids learning. Freshmen and sophomores who are out there. Grace Vandenberg is one of our star players and she's just getting better and better each week and it's fun to watch the growth of that team as they get ready for the sectionals. I'm not so sure it's fair compared to the other sports because they start their season at the beginning of August. And yeah. they could have two or three practices instead of like all and the and the IHSAA in fairness looks at it that a lot of kids play in the summer, they play on junior tours and they want to get the season over before the weather turns. Uh-huh. But it, it's kind of crazy that you're talking sectionals already for a sport. They just had their NIC tournament. They placed ninth last weekend. Of course our girls soccer team, a great story there with coach Steve Hodge and our soccer team had seven wins in a row. They went over to Lalamere and looked like they were going to get their eighth win in a row, which would have been a school record. Rachel Gomez put a goal in, and the goal was waved off, uh. so it ended in a 2-2 two to two tie. So they're going to try to get it rolling again. They have a, a big game coming up this week against Riley, so that's going to be tomorrow night. Our volleyball team with legend Steve Anderson, uh, they've been close in a few matches here. Uh, they're getting ready to go to the Michigan City Invitational this weekend. And, of course, we're talking uh, tennis 
it's the fall, so you throw all these sports at once. Boys and girls soccer, boys and girls cross country, yeah. tennis and everything, uh, along with our football team. So our tennis team keeps rocking along, and they're going to be getting ready for the tournament here in a couple weeks. And as I mentioned, uh, cross country, the biggest tournament of the year. And I say tournament because there are so many teams, and Chris Kovaleski will talk about that in a while. But the New Prairie Invitational is this weekend. And I don't know if you've ever been there. They have I this, have not. They have this place in the back called Agony Hill. And so we'll have to talk to Casey Quintana and coach about Agony Hill. Write that down. It's it's one of those muddy going up the hill, and I've seen the kids fall. But it's just a sight to see all the teams from across the state, and it's actually bigger than the state tournament. They have so many teams and so many kids there. Uh, It's one of the greatest and uh, just so organized and and such a monster of a high school event that it's really impressive. So we're happy with the things that are going on at Mishawaka with our strength and conditioning room, with our track. We feel like Alumni Plaza gives us a a great entrance to Mishawaka and a lot of class. And uh, we're just, we're very happy and thrilled with the way things are going in the right direction at Mishawaka High School. All right, absolutely. So a lot of stuff going on. And of course, uh, the football game this Friday night, 7.30. Make sure and and, uh, everyone note that since New Prairie's coming over from Central time, it'll be a 7.30 kickoff and we'll have our pregame at around 7.15 this Friday night here on WSBT. Yeah, we'll open the gates at 6 o'clock. Tickets are $6 and Friday night uh, there's going to be a pep rally in the afternoon but then Friday night we'll be homecoming and that's that's always exciting. And I forgot to re-mention that. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Homecoming already. It's like, and that's just the, the, the quirk of the schedule the last couple of years because after this game you've got they've got three consecutive road right. games mm-hmm. and then just one more home game and that's Penn at the uh, end of the season, yeah, of course. You'll have to watch Homecoming because it's, it's a tradition at Mishawaka. I don't know if it's everywhere, but they go over the king and queen and they hold the crown over somebody and then they hold it over somebody else and it's like <laughs> almost like a shell game with right. heads. And <laughs> where's it, it going to land? I thought when I, when I saw it for the first time, I'm like, all right, where's this going? Uh, is somebody going to put it, grab the thing? But it's a tradition at Mishawaka. People love it. And if you don't get a chance to be there in person or listen on 96.1 FM, you can turn into YouTube and, and and also catch it on the Mishawaka Network. Absolutely. So uh, we'll be there this Friday night. We will take a timeout here at Monterey Mexican Bar and Grill when we come back. Cross Country coach Chris Kovaleski and cross country runner Casey Quintana, who qualified for state last year. We will have them join us next at Monterey Mexican Bar and Grill as Caveman Corner continues a 96-1 WSBT, the sports leader. Bar and Grill as Caveman Corner continues on 96.1 WSBT. The sports leader, we've got cross country head coach Chris Kovaleski. Good to see you again. Good seeing you again. Making Glad this to be back. Making this an annual thing. Good to have Why you not? in. You keep on free Mexican food here. I'll come back every year. So. <laughs> That's right. Even if we interrupted your burrito right before it was time to come Let's on. It's a big burrito. I need a break in there. So. <laughs> That's right. And Casey Quintana, thanks for coming in as well. Yeah, glad to be here. Well, uh, I get you're you're kind of at that point where you've been at it for a little bit. What is it? Uh, four meets that you guys have had so far. Does that sound right? Our fifth meet. Was it your fifth meet? Uh, we kind of divide. Our schedule right now has eight regular season meets for any of the JV kids. So we talk about when we ran the first four meets, uh, we took a, took about a, a week off. We had a weekend off. Said, all right, that was a kind of our preseason. And now we have four meets for um, all the runners, the JV athletes, and so forth. Then we get into the postseason. So it's a nice four, four meets, take a break, 
four more meets. So, yeah, now we're getting ro rolling into the most important meets of the season, getting ready for the postseason. It sounds like it. When you when you look at where the, the teams are right now, boys and girls, how do you think things are going? We're trending in the right direction. Yeah. We really are. Uh, this past weekend, the boys were third at the county clash. The girls were fifth. Uh, we look... We look at that as a preseason going into uh, a preview going into our regional championship. Uh, we're going to be at that Oxbow Park and a, a little bit later down the road. We know we have to be top five in the regional to make it the semi-state. That's the goal for both programs. And with almost everybody at that meet, with a girl, with the girls fifth, the boys third, we're looking pretty good. But yeah, just like with anything in any sports, it's keeping everybody healthy for the end of the season. Casey, I don't know. You must have reacted pretty well to having a week off because uh, you got your first ever victory, and that was a great field. There were some big-time runners there. Yeah, that week off, I, I really like it a lot. If, it's like a nice little break, so so now that me start getting going and start getting more important. So, yeah, yeah it was a nice And nice I know I know we say a week off, but on a week off, how many miles do you put in and how much how much work do you put um, in when you're doing that? Um, I think last week I ran, like, around 60 miles. So that's what I've Slow been, week. I've been in that area. <laughs> <laughs> but tell us about the victory. I mean, coming uh, coming up in, at Northridge, uh, you told me on Saturday that you felt good and you felt strong. But uh, I didn't realize Coach had told me that uh, you actually passed about 12 runners in the final mile. So you must have really kicked it into gear. Yeah, it, it was kind of weird. I felt I felt like it took me a little bit to get going, but once I got in there, then I was then I knew like within with a K to go, I knew I was like, all right, I need to take it now. How long have you been a, a distance runner specifically? Um, I started around middle school, and then I started getting serious around high school. So, how did you initially get interested, and then what do you? How would you characterize what you just said then, getting serious about it? What, what, what was kind of the next level for you? Um, I got into it. Uh, my, fa my family wanted me to try cross country in middle school, so I did that, and I really liked it, so I stuck with it. And then getting serious, I just consider like running year-round and running pretty consistently. Now, Coach, you mentioned the, the name Quintana. And it's a family name. I love this family. We have two more coming up. And uh, so with, uh, Carolina was the um, first one. She came through and did, uh, was a great, good leader for us. Wasn't uh, the top varsity runner that we had, but she provided the character. And then Casey and, and currently Faith, we just graduated. She's currently at uh, Indiana Wesleyan, one of their top runners on the program as a freshman. She was a state qualifier last year. And Casey uh, was a state qualifier last season, looking to try to get back to the state meet. And we have his younger brother, Toby, coming in next next season. And Jessica, um, unfortunately, the last Quintana, <laughs> she, she's a sixth grader running for, uh, for John Young right now. So we still got two more on the way. Well, and, and looking at the styles that they had last year, it was a really cool story to have Faith and Casey, brother and sister, qualifying for the state from the same high school. You watched Faith, and she was one of the few girls who was in the strength and conditioning class and just working so hard and just barely qualified for state, but all that extra work paid off. Are there similarities to Casey and Faith? I would say so, very much of the want to versus the have to. Uh, even at today's practice, we were noticing kids asking to go extra miles 
with her teammates and it wasn't we weren't telling them anything they were wanting to do that and I, it's kind of that it has to click and it clicked for Casey when he finally came to the to high school and it doesn't click for some athletes until their junior senior year that you know I don't have to be doing this but I want to do this and Casey and Faith and Quintana's and a lot of the, the luckily the student athletes I've had in the past that's been a difference that they are very coachable because they want to be there Casey, I'll, I'll go back to you. When, when you, you were talking about 60 miles, so what, what, does a, what is a typical, your, your meets are typically on Saturdays, correct? correct so yeah. so what, is a, what does a training week look like, you in ter- look like for you in terms of, okay, you, what you're going to do on this day? Are there off days? What's a typical week look like for you? Uh, typically, we have a long run on Monday, and then Tuesday, Thursday, it's usually a harder workout. Wednesday's easy, and then Friday's easy, getting ready for the meet on the next day. And then you have the meet on Saturday, and then Sunday just like an easy mileage run. Easy mileage, is that what you said? Yeah. So you just kind of do a little bit, kind of loosen up. So you're running every day pretty much to some extent. Yeah, for the most part. What's some advice you would give to a younger runner? You talked about starting early, but to maybe get the same passion or to have that steady improvement as they go along. Um, just train smart. Don't train too hard. Just make sure you're having fun with it because that's what... If you're having fun with it, then you're going to do good. Has there ever been a discouraging moment for you that you thought, gosh, I'm not sure this is for me? Or maybe somebody gave you a boost, whether it was coach or sister, parents, and, and somebody said to you, you know what, stick with it. You're going to be all right. Uh, I know my sophomore year was kind of discouraging when I didn't make it to semi-state and my team didn't make it as well because that was a group. That was a good group we had, and we just kind of dealt with like some injuries and stuff towards the end of the season. So that was disappointing, but it, it paid off the next year. So. In terms of strategy, because you're a senior now, when, you, when you're talking about how you pace yourself and just the whole thing during a race, how much do you learn kind of as you go through your career from, from year to year on, on how it's going to go on race day? Um, I've always had a similar strategy. I usually go out pretty conservatively and run pretty much in splits about. Um, so, yeah, it's, it kind of came naturally, so that's how I usually run races. Okay. What is this team like? Uh, Coach was really encouraged for the top three finish, but as far as the guys sticking together and pushing each other, it, it must feel like you guys have the right right stuff, so to speak, for this season. Yeah, I know we got the right guys. It was kind of – I was kind of unsure when we were getting started about how good we could be, but now it's clear what we can accomplish if we keep working hard. Chris, you, you were uh, talking about how now these, these – next few meets coming up are kind of the big ones. You've got New Prairie coming up this weekend, and, and Dean was telling me, I think, during the last break that there's going to be more teams there than, than state, it sounds yeah, like. And, and actually almost too many runners at certain really points. In some, some of these races, you're going to be talking about 250 to 300 plus runners, and it can get extremely crowded. And so for Casey to succeed in this race is get himself in a position where he's not too crowded, where he doesn't have to run around people and the congestion in the trails. So New Prairie invite, then we go to our semi-state course at New Haven. We would love to go to Culver. Culver has a beautiful cross-country race there on the, on the lake. And so the next few weeks around the state, you're going to have these extremely large invitationals. So do these kind of uh, give you a better feel for, yes. for what, give everybody a better yeah. feel for when you start looking because it's just a few weeks from when sectionals start now at this point. Yeah, and the sectional is actually one of the smallest races we run all year, if not <laughs> the smallest race, uh, with only 13 teams, or even 11. But, yeah, you do get a feel of how your pack's working out. Can we work together? You know, it's easy to run up front 
Uh, but when you when suddenly get into a race where Casey's going to be running a, maybe a lifetime PR and there's 20 or 30 runners around him, can he handle the crowd? Can he handle the pressure of doing that? And it's going to push him to a greater, a faster time because now he's being pushed from uh, from from the extreme, some of the best runners in the entire state and the country. Yeah. And New Prairie Invitational, Agony Hill Hill is real. <laughs> yeah. It Agony is, Hill. Agony Hill, Hill is, is legit. Is, is good uh, as it's, advertised. It's, it's a nationally recognized uh, course, and that hill is nationally recognized as one of the premier cross-country venues in the, in the country. Yeah. Casey, why don't you tell us about Agony Hill? What any any uh, specific memories? Story? Just tell us what your uh, thoughts yeah, on that. So it's kind of towards the middle of the course. So like you. You go into the woods and you run through like this creek, this dried up creek bed, for a little bit, and then and then you turn, you take like a sharp turn, and then you look up and you see the hill. And uh, I remember one year it was it had rained a lot the week coming into the meet, so that hill was just like it was so hard to go up it. Like every, there were people falling down and stuff. So if you know a, a course like that is going to have a hill like that, do you do any extra hills and, and stuff like that? And for you know, in the the week or a couple weeks leading up to it, um, we do a lot of hill stuff in the summer. Okay, so we always want to. It's prepared. not like you've never run hills before. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Sean, I, I have to ask this because it's become a cult favorite and it's one of the top sellers on Twitter. The Daily Cove. <laughs> and so we have to have Coach Kovaleski explain this because his I've face seen it. <laughs> his face has been part of the Cubs championship in the World Series. Uh, I I'm think better you've been than I ever route, thought I was. Yeah, I <laughs> what what has your, been your favorite? Yeah. You know, I, I really do appreciate that the students, you know, think of me is, you know, appreciate me that they can actually put a Twitter out about me. <laughs> and in good taste. Uh, at first, I was a little anxious about it. Uh, you know, what direction is this going to take? And um, and I know I got a good idea of the students that are involved in it. That's what I was going to ask. So you don't necessarily know for sure who's doing it, but you have a good if idea. I do. I don't really want to say. Yeah. I want to keep. I want to keep them on edge. And uh, we do have administrators and teachers from um, other, not from just Mishawaka, but from other uh, corporations that follow it. So they kind of, kind of keeps it legit. And and I think this. They realize that all right, this is something that they have to they have to keep up. But it's kind of cool, but also very kind of creepy in a way. That <laughs> go through, scrolling through Twitter to see your face pop up as a um, as a Heisman Trophy winner or Michael right. Phelps, and I was I was the Beatles uh, yesterday. So all five of them. <laughs> I missed that one. Casey, do you know who runs the account? Uh, yeah, I have a pretty good idea, but I'm pretty not going to say anything. So nobody, that's, yes, that's that's good. But my, my last question for you, Casey, as as a, someone who went to state last year does that kind of change the bar for you now as a senior mm -hmm. yeah because originally my goal for all of high school was to make it state and then when you make it there your junior year then you're like what's next so now i got higher goals so obviously make it back and then place even better this year so when you get to state can i buy your tennis shoes or are you going to be <laughs> one of those guys there's a tradition and a tree there that i saw faith and she took her shoes and threw them up in a tree and i guess it's everybody around the state does that yeah everyone around the state and then even like that's a national course they run sure NCAA that, NCAA NCAA so championships, I, think, right. I think a lot of people have thrown their shoes up the up on those trees yeah it was funny last year i saw some of the younger girls and they thought they were going to do it whoop Oh, can't get it up there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, multiple, but, but uh, people people throw shoes, and it's actually a tree with incredible amount of sho tennis shoes out there. All right. We'll have to look for that. We need we need some pictures that will will Cove be in the tree when, <laughs> when it's be. all said and done. <laughs> well, what do you, 
Woody NCAA's there this year, and, and so that tree has gained national recognition. So it is kind of cool that not just our runners, but Wood Casey, would even when Anna Roar coming back, to hopefully racing there this year. So it is kind of a tradition. And, uh, and you know, the kids, hey, well, I'm throwing my trees up to potential national champions and potential Olympians. Yeah. That's right. And if we have just a second, yeah. uh, could you t just give us an update on how Anna's doing and what she's doing at Notre Dame right now? Uh, she's, as far as I know, she's doing everything's doing great. She's healthy. I haven't spoken to her in, in, a, in a few weeks, but uh, in the last update we had, it's happy. All systems go, ready for a phenomenal. This is her fifth year. I was going to uh, say, how many grad, years has she been there is, at this point? It seems like it's right been a while. And, uh, last time at the update I had, she is happy training well and they and not just her but they have a phenomenal team this year on the men's side too the yeah. men's and women's side are be, i believe are both ranked in the top 10 and so we're excited we're going to go watch them over at the nor do they invite at the end of this month and uh but everything looks good for both are prime for her to run for a national championship possibly and also for the team to earn a medal earn a podium spot yeah it's right. been such a blessing to have her in the area with oh them. absolutely Maybe go to stanford yeah. or someplace but to have her here in notre dame yep any uh, final thoughts before we wrap things up, Dean? No, we've got homecoming this Friday night, so yep. come on out to the football game and then go support the cross-country team on Saturday at the New Prairie Invitational. All right, Casey, good luck this year. Hopefully another trip to state. Thank you, yep. All right, Casey Quintana, Chris Kovaleski, cross-country coach. Yep. Good to see you. Good, good to see you, as guys. always. Thank you. Thanks to our, uh, our uh, previous guests, J.T. Thomas and Derek Dawson, as well. We'll be back here next week at Monterey Mexican Bar and Grill. For Dean Hubbard, Sean Stiers, we will talk to you then. Caveman Corner. Monday Night Football is next on 96.1 WSBT, the sports leader. Hey, everyone. Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering, char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today.